Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. So with uh, today's heart practice, Brahma Vihara practice, we're going to start uh, with the next heart quality, <clears throat> that is mudita. We've gone through loving kindness, metta, compassion, karuna, <clears throat> and as compassion is metta turned towards suffering, mudita is metta turned towards happiness. And it is often translated as sympathetic joy, appreciative joy, joy or happiness in the happiness of others. It's a really wonderful quality and capacity that we have to actually have our own happiness be activated by others' well-being. In some ways, um, some people, or it's not uncommon to find um, that mudita is uh, is a challenge for for people. <clears throat> it's easy enough to feel it for those close to us or those that we we love, um, especially children. There's an innocence about them that uh, delights us. But sometimes feeling happiness for the happiness of others um, is a stretch because there can be a feeling of, um, well, what about me? And if they're happy and happier than I am, there's a, there might be a feeling of lack that gets activated. And if you find that you have these kinds of thoughts, don't judge yourself, blame yourself, just like with the metta and the others. This lifts and shines the light on uh, different aspects of the human experience. So not to take it personally, And to see that it's actually possible to enjoy others' well-being. <clears throat> the Dalai Lama has this line that I love. He said, if, if, your, if your happiness just depends on your own well-being, it's very limited. But if it can be activated by the well-being of others, then you uh, up the odds by about seven billion at least in the human realm, and that doesn't include 
all the happiness of animals that you can see. Sometimes it's easier to, to feel mudita for, generally it is, for animals, for your dog or wagging its tail or cat purring or whatever other pets or animals that you see around. But when it comes to humans, that's a slightly different story sometimes. But we all do have this capacity. As I said, we see it when we are around children or pets or people that we are really rooting for. It's that quality of, of cheering. You know, if you go to a movie, there you are generally cheering or rooting for the heroine or the hero to do well. And when they finally make it at the end, ah, yeah, because there you are saying, come on, come on, you can do it, you can do it. That's mudita. And when they, when they succeed or in the final scene, if it's a happy movie, uh, then, ah, there's that joy that's been activated in you. The same way when you root for a sports team, come on, come on, yes. And then you also can share it with all the other fans around. So we have this capacity. It's just a matter of opening to it and cheering others on and seeing that there's a little bit more happiness in the world. Now that that's the, that's the shift of perspective from what about me, which implies a kind of um, zero sum quota on happiness. And if someone else has it, then there's less for me. But that's not how it works at all. If that were the case, then if you were in a room and somebody came in and they were angry, then you'd say, oh good, they've got the anger. And so not, I don't have to feel it but we can get susceptible. We, it rubs off on us. And in the same way, happiness can rub off on us too. I call it a, a free joy ride. That there is a little bit more happiness in the world and that it can actually, we are wired up with mirror neurons that can light up if we have our hearts open to just delight in the fact, oh, and here's, here's a bit more happiness. No quota. The, um, the far enemy of mudita is jealousy. Jealousy or envy, or resentment. And you can see just what a painful state any one of those is. The mind gets contracted, the heart and body contract as well. but to even wish well for those that, um, that we're not close to. This is possible as well. The, the near enemy of mudita is 
um, exuberance or exhilaration where there's that that joyful feeling, but you kind of get spun out and lose yourself in it. And uh, get activated by the happiness and it gets very ungrounded. Like can sometimes happen uh, after a championship is won and there's the joy turns into, uh, into you know, cars being overturned and, and uh, all kinds of crazy things when people get too out of control with their joy. So we can uh, just start <clears throat> today with um, uh, the the initial practice, uh, and the way it's done is uh, you start off with somebody that you really that it's easy to root for. So you might think of somebody just like with the neutral person. You start off with somebody. Uh, sorry, with. Um, with compassion, you start off with somebody who has uh, some suffering that can access that. In the same way with mudita, you start off with somebody who's easy that you're just really delighting in their happiness. So we'll do that and also self. Um, so as you sit here, think of somebody, or it can be, a pet or a child or you know, a friend who you just really love to see happy and perhaps is going through something in their life, a period in their life where um, they're experiencing well-being or success. <clears throat> And you might have an image of them in that moment of delight, maybe crossing the finish line or um, having a good performance in their play or whatever it is. And uh, have an image of them with a, a joyful expression if that's available. And looking at you and just really perhaps delighting in your rooting for them. And feeling really grateful for your support. You first get in touch with how it feels to support somebody that you care about and cheer them on. It's a completely generous quality of heart. There's nothing in it for us other than the sheer delight at seeing somebody else succeed, do well. It's such a beautiful quality when we can access it. <clears throat> so as you envision this 
being. The phrases that that I use, very simple. May your happiness continue. May your happiness grow. And that's it. If you just uh, send those words like a, a blessing to that person without any big agenda, you're just wishing that for them. Wishing for continued happiness. Doesn't mean that they're never going to experience suffering, obviously, but you're just wishing and um, inviting, encouraging for future happiness. May your happiness continue. Let yourself feel it. And maybe splash them with that blessing. May your happiness grow. And then you might just let your awareness rest in your heart, in your body. Just how this feels inside. This completely generous quality of well-wishing. May your happiness continue. May it grow. And just relax into that. You don't have to keep on saying the phrases if you access the feeling. Just hang out there. And you might, if it starts to wane or the mind wanders, bring an image of them again, once again, and just bless them with that, those thoughts. Don't go looking for intensity. You're not trying to um, turn up the jets and you know, have anything 
extraordinary happen. It can be a very quiet well-wishing too. Just the basic delight, delight in their own well-being. Just because you care about them and enjoy seeing them happy. If you like, you can imagine them receiving those thoughts from you and really so appreciative of your support. Happiness continue and may it grow. Just let your awareness rest in that wholesome state. Notice how it feels in the mind, in the body, in the heart. Nothing special that you need to do. Just relaxing in that appreciative joy. It's a completely expansive feeling. So notice if there's any attachment or wanting that colors the experience. And if so, just uh, notice that, but come back to the simple generative quality of wishing nothing more than their happiness.
May your happiness continue. May your happiness grow. And now we're going to explore and experiment with bringing that same quality towards ourselves. That is, sometimes you have genuine happiness and well-being. You might have had some even today, even moments of it. And to simply wish that for yourself in the same way that you would wish it for this friend, realizing that your own happiness and well-being is a real gift to others. There's just a bit more well-being and happiness in the world. So you're just really rooting for yourself which fundamentally you're doing, even whether you realize it or not. And so you might think of a, a moment in these last days or sometime in your life where you crossed the finish line or did well, got the accolades and we're really delighted and satisfied and fulfilled. Maybe you felt the support of others cheering you on. Realizing that it made them happy, it really did. And just wish that for yourself. If you can recall that kind of a moment and wish it for yourself. You can either say it first person or second person, whichever feels more resonant for you. As you reflect on yourself, may your happiness continue. You can say your name in there too. May your happiness grow. May your happiness continue and may it grow. 
or if you'd like, you can say it in first person, may my happiness continue, may my happiness grow. Just feel what it's like to root for yourself. As has been said, the Buddha's words, you can search the whole world over and not find anyone more worthy of happiness than yourself. alternative phrase, may my happiness increase. And not decline. Just feel that well wishing for yourself as you reflect, oh yes, I too have moments of well being and joy and success. And again, you might splash yourself like a blessing with those words, let it cover you, shower you. May my happiness continue, may my happiness grow. Allow whatever your experience to be just the way it is. Just wishing yourself well. What a gift to not only yourself, but everyone. <clears throat> and if it's hard to access it for yourself, you can go back to that first person just whatever is easy or available. And let it be a kind of um, gentle, grounded endeavor, uh, exercise, 
so you don't feel like you've got to keep on getting more and more intense. Just a very simple well-wishing. Now at this point you can either continue with the mudita if you'd like or go back to the basic mindfulness practice or if it feels right to to go back to metta any of the other or any of the other hard practices if that's where you're at maybe you're still on compassion or just want to do some basic metta whatever feels supportive for you
So we can take uh, a few moments to um, see if there's any questions. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.